TheItSpot.com You're listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the Word Whore. She's an airhead, stun gun and mace, common gear plates, say lost in space. What song is that? Airhead by Thomas Dolby. A great artist. Known mainly for works such as Blinded Me With Science, Hyperactive, and Airhead. But, uh... Isn't he the sound guy? Has much more than that. Isn't he responsible for the Dolby effect? No. Oh, no, that's the Doppler effect. (laughs) Yes. The Doppler effect. (laughs) Can't do that with one microphone, can we? (laughs) Fuck. No, it has to be in stereo. Have to fix that in post. (laughs) Yes, Thomas Dolby has some great stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I know his name, but I can't really place well, it you at know. the moment. She blinded me with science. science. Boop, boop, boop. She Poetry in motion. Boop, boop, boop. He also has some wonderful, beautiful songs. Really? Yes. Wonderful, beautiful. Wonderful, beautiful. <sighs> and then he went off to start Beatnik. Um, which then turned into some, I don't know, back action sound, sound program, and then went into ringtones. Hmm, so back action ringtones. I think you have to pay $3 a minute for that. <laughs> he's made uh, tons of money off of technology stuff. Yeah, technology is our friend. But tequila is not. Nope. Nope. You're listening to Air Out My Shorts. I'm pressing buttons. I am the word whore. Sorry, I'm auditioning to take over with the boxing ring guy. I want (laughs) to take over. I want to be the new boxing ring guy. Yep, well, good luck with Thank that. Thank you. I think it'd be a good one. <laughs> I've got a lot of hair, I just realized. Yeah, you said that last podcast. Yeah, but I got more. Well, it kind of grows. <laughs> Apparently. It's meant to grow. It's meant to grow. Mm-hmm. And it's going all over the place. Amazing. Yes, isn't it, though? Yep. So. How about them leafs? <laughs> it took me a minute to even think of a sports team at all. <laughs> That's probably bad. Um. So what's shaking with you? What's shaking? What's shaking? What's shaking and rocking? What's um nothing shaking? Um. What do I got? What do I got? What do I got? Um. Uh, well, it's too late to talk about Christmas. Um. Yeah. What else I got? Oh no, this month is a blur. Yeah. It's like a blur. It's like a blur. Yeah. It's like a blur. Going really quickly. Yeah. Uh-huh. So fast. So fast I can't even see it. Oh I know. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So there. No, I got nothing new. I, I haven't seen any movies. I haven't 
heard any new podcasts. I'm just out of the loop, man. Out of the loop. <laughs> out of the loop. Did you see Sherlock Holmes? I don't. Haven't yet. No, I no. haven't yet. I was supposed to go Christmas I Day. I was supposed to go on Christmas Day. I was really excited. I was going to do a whole movie day where I just saw movies all day long and nobody bothered me. And I got conned into going to my stupid damn motherfucking family's place and doing actual Christmas shit. <laughs> which is torture. And by the way, I hate children. Just so you know. Yeah, well. In case it wasn't clear before, in case I, in case I needed further proof, I hate children. I, uh... They're noisy, and they take over Christmas. It's like they own it. I'm not kidding. They kind of do. Well, no, they kind of don't. Not mine. I hope there wasn't a hiccup in the recording. Then. A hiccup? I didn't hiccup. They don't get to take over my Christmas. Who, <laughs> children? Yes. They don't own it. I'm not sure that anyone owns Christmas. That's what I'm saying, man. That whole, like, Christmas is for children? Fuck that. Fuck that. It's for you. It's for me. Oh, you know what? I did actually see a movie by one of my favorite directors. Oh. The Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. You saw it? How was it? I haven't seen it yet. That was another one of my Christmas Day movie festival that I was robbed of. It was, yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm. I, you know, I don't know. I came out of it thinking, eh, I don't know if I like that or not. It was Aww. it was sort of engaging, I guess, but um, I don't know. I expected more. I, like it was, you know, it was cool in a Terry Gilliam way. Mm. You know, it looked fantastic, and it was it was interesting and weird and stuff. But but uh, I came out of it not being satisfied. Aww. Although the the way they dealt with Heath Ledger's death was was kind of interesting. I read a little bit about that and that sounded interesting. I like the yeah. idea, but I in execution I have no idea. Yeah, it's well, it's kind of a weird thing, but the, but after after they switch people because mm-hmm. they do have footage from back and forth, so it's not like it just halfway through the movie that he just vanishes, yeah. yeah. So, um but the thing is is that in terms of the character, like after the initial change of it being someone else, then it's just the character. Right. So you don't really care. Huh. So that was kind of interesting. But. Well, I'm not, I'm not happy to hear that it wasn't spectacular. Yeah. The truth is, movie-wise, there's been nothing really making me very excited. I had, I had high hopes for everything that was coming out on Christmas Day, and now I feel like I've heard too much about all of the ones that I was waiting to see that I am kind of like, eh, I can wait until they come out on DVD or whatever. But, um, I am waiting patiently and counting the fucking seconds until the new TV series, Spartacus, Blood and Sand. It looks delicious. I heard that that was happening. I actually thought it was a movie. When I started seeing trailers for it, I thought, oh, I can't wait to see that movie. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's a... It's a fucking series. I can't wait. Anyway. Oh, it's a mini-series or something. Yeah. I'm very excited. You know how I am with Rome shit. Yeah. 
Yes, I do. Yes, you do. And I watched Rome. Did I tell you that? I did not we, we may know have, that. We may have discussed it or may have not. No, we did I'm not. Sure. I watched Rome. I, I really enjoyed it. Good. What's not to enjoy? Other than the fact that they rushed. You could tell how much they rushed to wrap it up when they found out they weren't continuing. Yeah. Which broke my heart. It was pretty, like, well... The, the, the last couple of episodes were just kind of, like, ramshackle, fast-forward crap, and I think they could have... Definitely, I think they should have kept going. Cleopatra is sexy. <laughs> That's all I remember. Well, <laughs> Spartacus, Blood and Sand, very, very much looking forward to it. Which, by the time this airs, may have already started may have mm-hmm because mm-hmm. we're slow like that slow like that slow like that slow like that mm-hmm. I I watched the extras on the DVDs for for Rome and I'm I'm not surprised that they were canceled just by the sheer production oh the production value was they built spectacular. they built the costumes the, were what phenomenal do, what, do, what do you call the the, the common the like the town square? The forum. The forum, they built the forum. Like that was all set. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it like, doesn't really exist anymore. Although I went to the Roman Forum and I just like spent hours digging in the fucking dirt and rocks and stuff. I never wanted to leave. I kept finding like little chunks it's, of it's marble and, and little chunks of marble and pottery and stuff and putting them in my pockets. I'm sure you're not allowed to do oh, no, that. No, probably not. I don't care. I know that. Uh, uh, at least in Greece, like apparently, you, I don't know, you care. can, it's you can all find, just find coins everywhere, jerks. like just on the ground. And but I don't think you're allowed to leave with them. Well, I did. So there. <laughs> I just didn't want to leave. Holy sirens! What's going on, Batman? Hmm. Holy shit! That's a lot of sirens. It's a lot of sirens. Okay, if Toronto explodes right now, you're listening to it live. <laughs> no, not live at no. all. No. <laughs> not even live. We might, not, we might not be here when this airs. Okay, it's over now. <laughs> what were we Whoa. talking about? Yeah. Oh, you, you said you said Phil Ivey was on the DVD extras of District 9. That is true, yes. Our old friend Phil Ivey, who we met uh, when he was up building a Lord of the Rings display. Yeah. In, I don't know. A hundred years ago. A hundred years ago. You uh, came and hang out, it was between, hung out with us for It was for between a while. the second movie and the third movie. It was it was for the release of The Two Towers, I think. No. No? It was for the release of the third movie. Was it? Oh, with yeah. The Dead Marshes. Yes. Wait. No. Third movie. Yeah? Return of the King. Yeah. They did the exhibit in the ROM with all the set pieces right before the third movie. And what did they do for the second one? Nothing. The first one was... We did the trivia game for the first one, and the second one, and the third one, they did the exhibit at the ROM. Yeah, but well, they did Castle Loma for the first one. Right. That was fun. And they didn't do anything. And I got to meet John John Davies, Davies, and he touched my hand accidentally. (laughs) With his big sweaty palm. He was sweaty. (laughs) He was really sweaty. Yeah. And then, so it was for. And one of the hobbits came to our party. That's right, Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, that one. Yep, <laughs> and and as for 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 Lord of the up. Rings fans who know Mary it, Mary and Pippin, so, I mix them so up. So was Alan Lee, the guy who designed 
the, the whole that movie. That meeting him was spectacular. I didn't know who, I met him, but he I didn't know who wonderful. he was at the time. Um, what, a, what an interesting man. But, uh, yeah, I Pretty much a, a total hermit recluse before yeah, that's, yeah, he was hired. I, I heard about that, yeah. 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 They, awesome. they were all hanging out with us, and Phil Ivey was one of them, and he, and Phil Ivey was one of the sort of lower designer well, builder we call guys. Lower. Well, not yeah. I mean, he was manual labor, like building okay. shit, carving shit. Yeah, but he, he yes. Out of styrofoam and, and stuff, um, and he gave but, us but he some also, of it. He was also, I think, I mean, he was responsible for, I think, some design on stuff. Oh sure, of course. Um, but anyway, uh, I was watching District Nine and. And and I saw him. And I'm like, that's got to be Phil. But he didn't say, or he said a word. They didn't. They didn't put the little line of who he was. Aww. And he just said it. He just said like one or two words. Mm-hmm. And then he was in other things. And then later on in it, he actually talks for oh, for good. a little bit. Well, I, I saw. Like, I know that guy. I saw the first. Good on you. And he was the production designer. Awesome. For it. That's wonderful. Well, congratulations, Phil, if you're out there listening. Um, I saw the first 20 minutes of District 9 the day before Christmas, and I didn't get to finish it because it was then wrapped up and re-gifted. <laughs> so I now have to borrow oh. a copy to watch the rest well of it. Well done. I but thought I, you saw it in the theater. No. Hmm. Nuh-uh. No. Uh, I, I did. I bought, I, I bought the DVD yeah. like the day before Christmas and meant to watch it and wrap it up, but didn't finish it. I fell asleep. And I didn't get to see the DVD extras. So I will now definitely do that. Yes, it was, it was good. I was, I was very happy to see him. Oh, I was, I was very much enjoying it until I got too tired to finish it and had to go to Children Hellland. It's a, it's a good movie. It's a, it's a movie that I, when I walked out of the theater, it was kind of like, I liked it, but I didn't think it was fantastic. But sort of. But late, it's so right up your late, alley in well, that yeah. fake documentary style. You love that shit. Well, no, I don't like fake documentary style. Stuff. You love That's that true. shit. What are you talking about? It's it's your thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, it totally reminded me it, of the uh, asbestos stuff. Well, yes, but the um, uh, but it's sort of after the fact. I I sort of liked it more. Mm. And when I watched it on DVD, I quite enjoyed it. It's really. It looks still looks great. For for so much computer generated stuff, yeah. it still looks great. But you know what? The shanty towns are the real shanty towns outside Johannesburg. Oh, fucking awesome! The, the, oh. Well, they relocated people, so it's kind sure? of ironic that they were shooting in the place that hmm. and relocating the aliens from the place that they actually did it. Irony. We should. My read, friend. We should read a story. Yes. Here. Yes. Yes. We should, because that's what we do on the show. It's what we do here. We read stories out my by esteemed authors who who are gracious enough to to send us their their pieces of yes, art. Yes, even the ones we piss off. Mm. They are still gracious. We hope. Speaking of pissing off, dear buttons and the whore, I offer this piece of prose as an addition to the burnt sacrifice I oh so dutifully made yesterday in your great honor. Well, that's very nice. Burnt sacrifice? Yes. Like, did he burn an effigy? Uh, like, did he make buttons in the dolls and burn them? What is he talking I, about? I don't know. Or did he just smoke no, a I doobie? I don't think it was kind of like a zombie doll kind of thing. It was, it was a sacrifice, not a, mm. not a curse. I hope its presence does not offend you. 
I also pray that your luscious voices will carry this story on zephyrs of electric winds into the waiting ears of your faithful followers. May your whims do to this story what I did to the leaf I plucked off the bush. May you pluck it, study it, and unravel its mysteries, then become bored with it and crumple it up and drop it on the ground. Faithfully yours, Brian Lieberman. Wow. It was quite a little mm. piece of our our good old intro. friend Brian Lieberman, also known as. I B-Dune. need to know more about this burnt sacrifice thing. <laughs> I think he just smoked a joint. I think that's all he's <laughs> saying. This is called "Ode to a Leaf I Plucked Off a Bush" by Brian Lieberman. Awesome. Oh, leaf, so vibrant, so luscious. So jubilant in thine existence on this bush. How you stand out to me, how you beckon me with your chlorophyll-inhabited flesh. As you sit there, content with your existence, I become discontent with mine. Oh, how my existence would be bettered if yours was no more. I feel like I should be chanting in Latin and using the dust pedals. Right? Oh, I know. There should be a lute player. So shall it be. So shall it be. What is is it that your Catholic people say? My Catholic people? Yeah. What's the thing that the, the priest says and then everybody says something back? Oh, that's peace be with you. Peace be with you and also with you. That always creeps me out when everybody says it all at once and they know what to say and when. <laughs> it's like, oh, How do they know that? I know. How do they know what to say? It's creepy as and, a non-Catholic. And so in an existential manifestation of it, I didn't think you'd make it through that, of my power over all that is living, I decide, for no reason but to prove myself, that you are to be extinct. You thought I couldn't pronounce existential? Atheistic existentialism. It was one of my lines from Godspell. I was Jean-Paul Sartre. He said, I've never... How do you say his last name? With the, There's like a, an R and an E at the end of it. Sartre? Sartre. Sounds good to me. All right. I bet I can even remember my lines, but (laughs) we won't bother you with that now. I look upon thee with pity, oh, so peaceful in my hand. However, what is this? This, this bursting of emotion, of metaphysical inspiration of colors and sounds and abstract thoughts. As you lay there slowly dying in my grasp, cut off from the nutrient-rich bush from whence you came, I wonder what it is like to be you. Sunflowers turn their leaves to face the sun. Why should they take all the glory? I smite them. <laughs> That's not in this story. I like smiting stuff <laughs> in, my, you're in almost, my head. You're almost going Shatner there. I was very feeling very Shatner-esque. <laughs> Before I continue, I know, dear Leaf, that I cannot claim to know the intricacies of your thoughts. In fact, 
I am most likely projecting a persona much too human for your level of consciousness. Right, because leaves don't have brains. <laughs> but in saying that, who am I to say that your consciousness is less than mine? Good point, Mr. Lieberman. This train of thought would lead me nowhere, as Dotskievsky... Dotskievsky... Oh, fuck, how do you say his name? You did well. I did the first time, Dots- I think I said. Yes, you did Dots- pronounce... You pronounced it perfectly the first time. Has so poignantly... Now you're you're muffing it. Yes. Has so poignantly stated, so let us forget this for now and merely accept the level of consciousness that I have so chosen to bestow upon thee. Another manifestation of my power, if you will. I was trying to channel Christopher Plummer there. All good things around us are sent from heaven above. You were channeling Christopher Plummer. What? How? Yes. Who William Shatner subbed in for in Hamlet? Or King Lear or something like that? My mom got to meet Christopher Plummer. She came to their high school, which was also my high school, but many years before I went there, clearly. Well, yes, of course. Yeah. There being when, only when, one high school. When he was yeah. like an, a Stratford actor, he came and spoke at their high school. Hmm. Isn't that wonderful? That's I mean, cool. he's fucking Captain Von Trapp, for God's sake. <laughs> and hot, smoking hot. He was in the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. You're kidding me! He is, the main, he is Dr. Parnassus. I've always wondered how he managed to have such a hideous daughter. He's such a handsome man. His, I don't know whoever his he made Amanda Plummer. I was gonna say that Amanda Plummer, but who? I like I know the name. Like who did he mate with? I don't know. He's I, a who, handsome man. Who's hand, Amanda like, Plummer? I, I like I know the name. I she's knew the before. Empty up, you motherfucking. Oh, pricks. that's her. Oh, of course. She's hideous. Well, I think she's well, I wonderful. Would say hideous, but. but He's Come on, not, Christopher Plummer, a, Amanda Plummer, a, put them side by each, and and how yeah, does? Yeah, but Christopher Plummer wouldn't make a good woman. I'm not saying he would make a good woman. It's I'm saying. And obviously he didn't. Usually, you know, good looks kind of pass on genetically. Something hmm. went horribly wrong. She's not a pretty lady. I think she's uber talented and all. Oh, yeah. And I'm not trying to be mean no, to she her. Is, she is great. Well, I know it sounds really catty and everything, but I'm sorry. <laughs> she's not a. She's no fucking Miss America. The end. <laughs> and I want world peace. Um, where am I? So you sit there, content in your world, conscious of only what you need to survive. Is my lasagna making you belch? I, I was actually going to burp into the mic, but that nice. didn't happen. Your thoughts do not plague me with metaphysical questions, nor do they annoy you with incessant ramblings and debates about the existence of some omnipotent creator who controls your very fate. How do, you, do you say, I've always said um, omnipotent, but omnipotent I've also heard, which makes more sense to me. Well, it makes more sense word origin wise, but lots of words fall into the category of they've taken on their own pronunciation. But Well, I've heard both, and if you think of it, it should be um, omnipotent, actually. Yes. To be uh, proper. Yes. You are uh. correct, sir. However, omnipotence just 
has become the the flavor of the month. The flavor of the month. Yep. <laughs> no, you are perfectly content in your world, oblivious to the superfluous. <sighs> Should I say superfluous? <laughs> Would that make you happy? Questions that afflict the acutely conscious. How I envy you. How I wish I, too, could be so nonchalant. Nonchalant? <laughs> Four. Being human. Having thoughts. Greater than what is needed of me naturally. I am inherently unhappy. You, on the other hand, are happy. If I may stretch that term a bit. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, bless the Lord for all his love. Oh, Miss Falbaugh. Is it maybe out of this envy of your existence that I terminate it? Why should you be happy while I am not? Let us see how you like it when the world you have grown to know and love is ripped away from you in the literal and figurative sense. Out of spite, not hatred, I take away all that you know. Good Lord, Mr. Lieberman, what are you playing at? <laughs> Why has he got this sudden God complex? He's usually <laughs> such a nice boy. <laughs> so he would have it's you kind believe. Of upsetting me. Do you want to take this? Plow the fields and scatter the good seed on the land. It is fed and watered by God's almighty hand. And here is our crossroads. Our fates have intertwined, if only for this brief moment in time. Was this always meant to happen? We have done our battle, and I have emerged victorious. But it is a hollow victory. Although I have physically won, I realize that you have indeed bested me. Because I had to lash out, I lose. Because I am discontent with my existence, you win. You, who has not a care in the world as long as your bodily functions continue unabated. You, who can live your life to its fullest, for there is not much expected of you. That's what my parents always said to me. I know. It sounded really familiar. You are in my hand, slowly withering away. However, the effects of this... <laughs> well, that's a whole... That just, that's just a conversation between you and something else. <laughs> it has nothing to do with your parents, I hope. No, but I've heard it many times. <laughs> you in my hand, slowly withering away. Yes. However, the effects of this are not apparent. Oh, yeah, they are. You still function. <laughs> mm, not really. And maybe you are just beginning to realize that you do not have the constant flow of... Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's the, <laughs> that's the problem. Oh, this whole story's about Viagra and I didn't even know it. The f constant flow of nutrients up your stem. <laughs> 
I am not content with this, as I imagine neither are you. No, I'm not. I require immediate results, immediate destruction. So, I snap you in half and crumble you up in my hand. Oh, but I am bored now. The end. Ba-ba-ba. And that was Ode to a Leaf I Plucked Off a Bush by Brian Lieberman or Be Doomed on the Forms. Be Doomed. Oh, I need a drink. Who is very happy, by the way, that we confirmed he is one and the same person. <laughs> I think it made him feel good. I think we caused confusion in his own mind of whether he was two people or not. I don't know. Could happen. Maybe he's schizophrenic. I don't know. I think it's a little weird that he's crumbling the withering thing in his hand. Kind of painful. I, uh, I could have easily told myself this story. You just did. Now <laughs> the fields and scatter the good seed on the land. But it is fed and watered. Now you're talking about spreading seed. <laughs> and hand again. The snow God's in hand winter. away from my seed. Da, 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 do, da, do. Oh, thank the Lord. Oh, thank the Lord for all his leaves. Well, yes. Godspell was on TV a couple nights ago. Never seen Godspell. Ever? Ever. Only ever see it live. Don't watch the movie. The movie's crap. I would musicals. Be surprised. Musicals do not make good movies. The yeah, yeah. But see it live. Do do it when go when um, they do the the Gilda charity thing. They they put on a production of Godspell almost every year for for oh, Gilda's house. Yeah. Is it called Gilda's House? What's her charity called? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Because um, that's how she got discovered. Uh, by being in Godspell. I always got that and Jesus Christ Superstar mixed up. Mm. Because, of course, they came out around the same time. They are frighteningly similar. And but I don't ever know which one came first. The, um, I had always heard that Godspell was better than Jesus Christ Superstar. I believe Superstar. it is better. I don't, uh, you know, I, but I haven't seen Jesus Christ Superstar either. I've seen little bits of the movie on TV, but, you know, it it's just, think, just annoys me. I think it's a better movie. I don't know if I've ever seen a full production of it. I probably have, but if I did, it was probably just a high school one, and that doesn't really count. Um, but I, I like Godspell better as a play. It's less... Does it have that song, I'll be there? No. Um, right melody, I think. Wrong. Yeah, you had the right tune and the wrong words. Um, day by day. Day by day. Yes. Okay. Yes. I remember you playing oh, that to me actually, because we were talking about that. Things I pray. And, and drunken night, and you're like, no, see the more clearly, love the more dearly, follow the more nearly, day by day. Day by day. Day by day. Day by day. That, uh -oh. was, that wasn't uh -huh. that wasn't my solo though. 
That I got stuck yes, with the really a... sad one that made everybody fall apart. <laughs> are, you, are you sure it wasn't the performance? It could have been. Could have been. I got the one with the pebble in my shoe. That's honestly, the lyrics were fucked up. Made no sense. Where are you going? Where are you going? Can you take me with you? It sounds melancholy. For my hand is cold and needs warmth. Where are you going? And it goes on about shoes and pebbles and walking with pebble in your shoe. And I can talk and talk and I can walk and walk. And and then in the middle of my song, fucking Judas Iscariot betrays... Jesus, in the middle of my solo, and then I have to go back to singing while the whole audience is like weeping and stuff. It was really traumatic. (laughs) It was. 30 pieces of silver and all that shit and everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Holy shit. Yes. You've been listening to Thank Air you, Mike Brian Burns. Lieberman, for the weird fucking um, pseudo-religious Air Out My Shorts podcast. Masturbatory religious. Yes. Um, send us your shorts. Shorts at theitspot.com. 800 words or less, please. You've all been totally breaking the rules and we've been letting you because we've been a little short on shorts. Uh, sign up for the forums. Chat with uh, all the people who decide to chat on the forums. Yeah, they're nice people so far. I'm not sure what's up with that Irish drinking guy, though. Yeah, that guy. He doesn't make much sense. He needs to lay off the booze. And the other guy, atrocious. I can't understand a word he's saying. Mm -hmm. But they're all nice people. They're just both of them talking in some foreign language. Yeah, the Irish drinking guy is, uh, is fucked up for sure. Fucked up uh, in a good way. He reminds me a little of Bread Basher. I don't know what happened to oh, him. what happened to Bread Basher? What happened to Bread Basher? Where is he? Where's Phil Elliott, for fuck's sakes? My favorite writer ever. Phil Elliott. Caller audio comment line. 30576shows. It's 30576shows, as in shows me your... Withering stem. Good night. Ciao. You've been listening to Air Out My Shorts with Preston Buttons and the word whore. Air out your shorts by sending your short stories to shorts at theitspot.com or visit us at our website at theitspot.com. Air out my shorts. My shorts. Pay attention to the song, motherfuckers. Buy our stuff, make us rich. Official Air Out My Shorts merchandise. Available now at cafepress.com slash airoutmyshorts. You are not a flatter. You are never a flatter. Oh, good for you. Oh, good for you. This show is a member of the Pod Riot Network. Let the riot begin.